Welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast broadcast. Everyone, take a deep breath in and let it out. All right, I hope this is meeting everyone in good spirits. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, staying put, staying home, and breathing it in. All right, if you have any topic requests that you'd like to hear, please send them to my inbox at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter at Agent K21. Uh, find ways to reach out. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know if you want to be a feature on the channel or if you'd like me to be a feature on yours. I'd love to collaborate. Let's go. All right, so today uh, is a Monday motivation for those of us who are in this time space reality. It is a Monday here in the East Coast. So I have a special guest that will be joining me later all about motivation, primarily geared towards motivation. So please stay tuned to listen to that. You're going to want to hear this. Um, If anyone needs to pick me up, this is the person to pick me up. Okay. Um, So what is motivation? What is motivation? Right. There are many things that can motivate us throughout our life, throughout our experiences. You know, growing up in school, we are motivated to, you know, go to school to see our friends and get good grades so we can advance to the next level, get good grades so our parents won't be mad at us or whatever. And then we move into young adulthood, adulthood. We get motivated to get a job, right? We get motivated to get a job or a career to make money. Then we get motivated to make that money so that we can keep and have nice things so we can provide for our families and our loved ones. And so... All of these things are great motivating factors. They're very externally focused, though, right? And so as times are shifting, how do we stay motivated in uncertainty? How do we stay motivated in a season of difficulty? How do we stay motivated when we are unmotivated, right? When we're struggling, where do we find that motivation? So to me, motivation is what gets you up in the morning. It's what keeps you going. The primary thing that motivates, in my opinion, is having a purpose. Now, I believe everyone has a purpose, whether they realize it or not, whether they know it, whether they're operating in it, whether they change it, they have a purpose. We are all purposed. We all are created with creative elements in us. We are here to design and create our realities and create an experience. And we all have purpose. Some of us don't know what those are. Some of us haven't tapped into it. Some of us may have abandoned it and that's okay wherever we are wherever stage we're figuring out or unlearning it's all all right it serves a purpose even in those places even in those dark stages in every phase of our life serves a purpose just as the moon illuminates in every phase no matter what phase it's in it's always whole and the same goes for you so if you have trouble figuring out what your purpose is wondering if you have a purpose um I did an entire episode about purpose. That was last season, season three, episode 12. So if you wish, please check that out. If you're needing a little bit more guidance on that, maybe something that's said in that episode will resonate with you. Um, And it's quite all right to not have a purpose or to not have figured out what that is yet. But to me, what gets me motivated is knowing a purpose. What motivates me is having that internal locus of control, right? It's not focusing on the external events. Things will always change externally. It's finding that stability. It's finding that groundedness. 
is finding that one thing that doesn't change, you know. My love for people, my love for the environment, my love to share, my love to learn. Those are things that don't change. My love to create and connect and to share and to illuminate and to be a guiding light, to counsel. All of those things are a part of my purpose. Um, And they motivate me, you know. What motivates me to continue this podcast, whether people are listening or not, I would still be here, right? Because it's not externally motivated by what's going on in my surroundings. It comes from my own inner drive, my own enjoyment of doing this. i motivated. So I continue to put out information, you know. And as this current season, season four, is winding down uh, before I start a new one, I still keep the same level of motivation from season one till now because it's not based on anything external. It's based on that internal drive. And there's a saying that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, a lot of people may be working or not working in places that they don't enjoy. And that really limits our creative abilities that really takes us away from who we truly are that cannot motivate us in the morning right if we wake up in the morning and we dread getting out of bed we need to refocus our motivation you know people are motivated to work out fitness exercise um just different things that inspire motivation right what is that for you what motivates you to keep it moving especially right now in a time of uncertainty how do you stay motivated you know how do you stay motivated when you don't know what's going on and you don't know what's going to happen how do you continue to move forward and put one foot in front of the other Um, it has to come from a place of self it has to come from a place deep within that no matter what you can't give up you can't give up on yourself you can't give up no matter what everyone else is doing if you have a dream if you have a vision that will motivate the hell out of you to continue to pursue that because it will manifest. It will come to fruition. If it's a desire of yours, it's going to happen because your desires of your heart are placed there for a reason. So you must pursue them relentlessly. That will motivate you to get up and do whatever it is, you know, and also figuring out what are we motivated from? Are we motivated from a place of fear? You know, are we motivated out of obligation? Are we motivated out of um, wanting to seem productive in the world view? Are we motivated for the authentic reason for you? Now, it's not about right or wrong. It's about what authentically aligns with you. You know, I might be motivated to stay in bed all day. That's my prerogative. That's what I'm motivated to do. And that's perfectly all right. So it's not about judging yourself for the motivations you have. It's about aligning to what actually works for you. You know, and if being motivated out of fear of pain or fear of rejection or fear of anything, if that is working for you to be motivating, that works. You know, there may come a time where that shifts into being motivated by love instead of fear. But honor wherever you are at that time, you know, Um, doesn't mean it's a negative motivation. That's just honoring and recognizing this is what motivates me. I'm motivated to go get that money, honey. That's all right. Say that, claim that, recognize it. And if you feel guilty about that, then maybe reassess and say, okay, maybe that's a byproduct, but what is my actual motivation? You know? And so 
yeah, it's all good to be motivated. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who I was thinking about this earlier and this uh, passage came to mind. I was thinking about service. You know, I'm motivated to serve others. And I just thought um, in this time of servitude, in this time of being homebound, it's the people who are serving who are still working, you know. And right now you're really feeling influx or an imbalance if that's not your true calling. If that doesn't get your heart racing to serve people and you do it gruelingly, it's going to become so apparent. So I want to thank all the service men and women who are out there serving their purpose right now, who know that this resonates with them to serve others and to help others, especially in this current pandemic we're experiencing. Because it's those people who are healing and helping and motivating others to try another day, right? Every day above six ground is a, is a blessing and another day to be motivated to continue to pursue your dreams and your vision. So that's all I'm going to say for now about motivation. I'm going to say a lot more here shortly. Uh, so please listen to this conversation. My friend and I are going to talk about motivation and Hopefully it will inspire you. Hopefully it will uplift you. Um, However it greets you and whatever you receive from it, know that it's for you. However it resonates is exactly what you need to hear. So if these messages are helping you, please feel free to send them to other people. Share the message. um, Subscribe to the page. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a rating. Leave a comment. However you choose. Um, It's all greatly appreciated. So thank you all for listening. Gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned until next time. All right, so welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. I have a very special guest today. Very honored to have you on the show today. So, like always, I'm gonna let your energy introduce yourself. So, if you could just tell us anything about it, about yourself that you'd like us to know. Um, first and foremost, thank you for having me, for thinking of me to be a part of your podcast. Um, my name is Rasheen. I'm a creative. My main form of artistry is that I'm a poet, but Mm -hmm. I like to say my hashtag is all things creative, all things motivational. So I'm just a authentic being trying to find my way. And on my journey, I just want to bring as much people along with me that they could just, um, follow their dreams anything is possible dreams can't die people do so that's that's basically what I am just I'm just here trying to just I don't know love on much as much people as I possibly can because I know how it feels not to be loved yes you know quick sum up of I guess who I am (laughs) yeah well thank you definitely thank you for sharing that and thank you for being here you know, I, I want I reached out to you because you definitely inspire a lot of people and you're doing such good things and just putting out such good content. And, you. you know, you motivate people on the regular. So I want to know what is motivation to you? Um, that's an interesting question. Actually, when you first bought it to me that you wanted me to be on the podcast and you kind of told me the title, I was in a very... I don't even know if this is the word on motivational place. Like I was, I was not motivated. I mm-hmm. wasn't really producing videos and I was like, what is motivation? Cause I don't feel motivated right now. And I think motivation is a thing that you could feel not motivated and still be 
motivated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think motivation is a, a way of life. It's who you are. You don't give up. You have moments where you may rest, where you feel frustrated. But motivation is that boost of energy, that kick, that, you know, it doesn't look like I'm going I'm going to make it. It's like this faith, this something that only that person can see based on. And motivational is also very personal, mm-hmm. you know? So I think motivation is whatever you can make it. Because sometimes you can see a post and that motivates you. Sometimes you can just look at a bird flying in the sky and that can motivate you. So I really don't know how to answer <laughs> that. But I think motivation is the thing that keeps you up at night. Motivation is the thing that you can't stop thinking about, even when it looks impossible. So I just think motivation is that invisible cheerleader that keeps you going, whether it be a person, a thing, a family member, it's that invisible thing that keeps you mm-hmm. going. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, I love that you, you know, just mentioned how this topic was brought to you when you're feeling unmotivated, which I think is such a strength because often people motivate others or inspire others and they could be struggling themselves. And so right. um, that kind of, segues into how do you motivate others in the midst of feeling unmotivated or in the midst of your own challenges? Um, because as I said earlier, when I grew up, when I was growing up, I was always the odd box and I came, I'm, my family's from the Caribbean. And then I grew up in a, a place in Florida called, well, Hollywood known as coverages. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I was growing up, it wasn't how it is now where everyone is free and, and like kind of mm-hmm. hippie. There were no Erica Badu's <laughs> where, where I was growing up. Everybody was just out here in the street. Um, it was just a different time. Mm-hmm. So I always had to like suffocate who I was. Mm-hmm. And my majority of my life I've been, and I don't even think the people around me meant to do it, but they just put me down. Like before I heard, I love you. It was like, Oh, you're stupid. You know, you're not mm-hmm. enough. Or you, you know, it was just always a lot of negativity. And I think it, that was just a survival mechanism. Yeah. So I don't think they meant to put me down. So because I know how it feels to to just have like so much people putting you down, that was like the base of like, I don't ever want people to feel this way. So even when I'm down and someone comes to me or I see someone, I'm like, you can make it. Because even though I probably can't make it right now, if I could give you hope to let you know, like just to keep going, I can't explain it. It's just I just know how it feels to be lonely and, and I don't ever want anyone to feel that way. So if I could motivate you, if I could push you, if I could tell you, you can do it, I I, yeah. I don't know if I answered that. Yeah, you did. Body, There's no right or wrong way to answer it. And I appreciate yeah. you you're telling that experience and, and being vulnerable about that because you took something that was very painful and transmuted it into love. You know, you use that to kind of be the wind under your wings to inspire others. Like, I know what this feels like and I don't want people to go through this. I think that's really inspiring, um, you know, that you were able to do that. And I'm sorry at the same time that that was your experience, not sorry in a pitiful way, but just like, you know, that's such an experience to have to go through, but you turned it into a strength and that's very remarkable. Um, Now, when you find yourself kind of like, in that rut of not um, feeling motivated to, not even a rut, but like when you're str- when you're struggling dealing with your own crisis at the same time, and you're still, you know, putting out your content, you're still doing doing this. How do you stay from judging yourself from being not motivated? 
Um, honestly, to be fully transparent, when I'm sometimes it's, it's like a double-edged sword. Sometimes when I'm really down, I can't produce <laughs> because when I produce, I always want to come from from an authentic place. Yeah. So I don't produce just for the sake of producing. And there are other times where I'm so caught up in my mess that I'm like, I gotta break through. I gotta. It's just something that's like you. I'll make a post like you can make it. I don't feel like I don't know how I'm gonna make it. It's just that burst of that invisible motivation comes through. So it just depends. But it's that need to know that this moment it won't last. It's just I I like to. I'm a poet, so one of my poems I was like, the only thing permanent is death. So outside of that, this nothing will last. The only thing that's permanent is death. And then some people can even argue that maybe that's not even permanent. But um, it's just to know that this moment will not last. And I read a quote that was like, you're having a bad day, not a bad <laughs> life. So don't let that bad day um, dictate like the rest of your life. So that's sometimes where I go on. Like you can't stay in this moment. You may have to stay down here for a couple of hours, a day, a month, but you can't stay down because mm-hmm. if you stay down, that's where you're going to meet your demise. And I don't want to die. Not like yeah. that. So, and when I say die, not even a physical, like, figure mm-hmm. I can't say that word. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah you know, like, like metaphorically. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Like like that. So um, that's where that, that when I talk or when I post, when I'm in a rut, it's like, you have to, it's mind over yes. matter. And you have to constantly tell yourself. But you're going to, also, you must feel. That's how you learn how to each time something happens, you get a bit stronger to move through it, but you must feel. So when I first started on this peace-filled journey, I was so like, no, 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 you're peaceful. You can't be upset. And now I'm like, yeah, you're peaceful, but you could feel frustrated. You have to feel it, but process it in a healthy way. So that's what I'm learning to do to process defeat. Well, not defeat, but you know, Mm -hmm. when you have those difficult moments, those challenges, when you don't feel like getting up, when you feel don't want to leave the house, when you don't want to eat, you have to know that you're feeling this, ask yourself what's going on, and then process it. And that's how you get mm-hmm. That was long with No, no, no. That's, yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's really important. It's like a lot of times when we feel down or like we're not doing enough, we can judge ourselves for that instead of just kind of observing it and allowing ourselves to feel that, you know. And we've kind of been conditioned to operate off of you got to be happy all the time, you know, or people won't like you or whatever the case is. And right. just like you said, you have to, when you, when you um, post stuff and when you produce stuff, you, you make sure that you're aligned. Like you're, you're coming from an authentic place when you put out your material. And um, I feel like a lot of times we can feel so rushed in the world. Like you've got to do it now. You're going to miss the window and right. you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I feel that we've been conditioned to either be motivated um by guilt or by fear and that's not even to to judge it as right or wrong but I feel like a lot of our intention can be you know I got to go to work or else I'm going to be evicted that fear of you know whatever or is motivated by guilt if I don't put out this content I'm not going to be good enough or I'm not gonna you know what I mean and I think that that's one way to motivate ourselves but I think there's also finding the way to transmute that into something beneficial right and um I it sounds like you've kind of done that from just talking to you just like being able to transmute stuff from you know not um judging yourselves or anything like that and so you when you're inspiring other people 
I'm sure that there were people who came before you who inspired you as well. So who mm-hmm. were some of your influences who kind of helped you get through? Um, who are what? <laughs> it's so funny because it's just so many different people, the most random people at that, like people that I don't even know their mm-hmm. names. And I'm currently in this moment where I'm at, I would say, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm getting emotional. I would say my grandmother. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't know. My Currently, my grandmother, quick backstory, she has dementia and she's bedridden. She doesn't really talk. We have to we do everything for her. And my grandmother is so resilient. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was, she, just when I look at over her life, like, that's the motivation. Like, she never thought she was enough. I never forget. Um, like I said, we're from the Caribbean and she's old school. Like she's an older woman. So, you know, having kids out of wedlock was like the worst thing possible. So I remember her telling me a story before all this happened, before um, the dementia came. She was like, she had two kids out of wedlock and she said, um, the next man, she, she told herself, God, what, the next man that comes my way, I'm just going to marry him because she thought she wasn't enough that she settled. And that man was my grandfather who I love dearly. Like, I love him with everything. But was he the best man to her? No. But my grandmother didn't think she was enough that she had to settle. And that's what my grandma did her whole life. She was very meek. She just she just settled. And um, in her settle, she was so resilient, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel that my grandmother is that motivation, that she walked a path so I didn't have to mm-hmm. walk that path. So like you said, that guilt or fear. So I have to honor my ancestor, honor my grandmother by doing mm-hmm. you know because they they sacrificed and just random people like I used to live in Chicago like when I was pregnant I had two roommates so I got pregnant young in undergrad and they just used to do stuff to make me smile like I can't pinpoint exactly who but it was just different moments experiences in my life where I felt like that was just a sprinkle of God shining his light saying you can mm-hmm. make it you will make it people showing me appreciation or just helping me when they didn't have to like someone giving me buy me lunch yeah. you know so I don't even know how to answer that yeah. question but <laughs> to sum it up I would say someone everyone knows would be I'll say Erica Badu mm-hmm. reason being because I think she's authentically herself yeah. and like because Erica Badu is seen as like this spiritual guru this deep person sometimes she will listen to music or support people they're like Erica Badu, like, you're deep. You're near soul. You're not supposed to be listening to trap music. And she's kind of like, there's, um, she's not one-dimensional. Yes. And the last thing I will share, I'm so long-winded, I'm sorry, is I read an article. So Erica Badu is one of the people I look up to because I read an article about, I don't know if people are familiar with Erica Badu, like, back in the day when she used to wear, her, like, her mm-hmm. tall head wraps and, you know, the arm oh, designs. Yeah. She said she went to Cuba to meet some type of, like, high priest. This was years ago. And, you know, she was dressed up in all like this spiritual stuff. And then she seen this guy outside. He had on like thong sandals, some khaki shorts. It was in, I think, an Essen magazine. And she said, so, yeah, they're waiting for this priest. And she's waiting, waiting. Finally, it was time to meet the priest. And the priest was the guy who looked so regular. And she said that was the moment that she learned that it's not about looking the part. It's about being the part. And that always stuck with me that so much of us are caught up in imagery versus truly being mm-hmm. who we are. And that's my motivation to always be authentically myself, even when being that self isn't mm-hmm. popular. And so Erica Badu would be 
you know, to show everyone that's like my motivation. She's just her. No matter what people say, like, oh, Erica, you're supposed to do this. She's like, I'm just going to be me. And that moment when she went to Cuba um, highlighted to her and also to me that it's not about looking. It's about yes. being. And, and when you're being, you're always going to change. Like the machine I was five years ago is not the same mm-hmm. machine. You know, you're going to grow based on experiences or maybe stay the same. But yeah, that's yes. kind of- yeah definitely i actually had gave her a shout out um when she dropped her uh her vagina um fragrance i gave her a shout out for that because yeah she's always true to herself and i think you know like you said like the more that we're true to ourselves, the more we allow other people to be true to themselves you know and i didn't even know that that story you just shared about her um so thank you for that um (laughs) And, you know, I think like you just said, it's like uh, not just what you're doing, it's about being. And I feel like right, right. now as we're transitioning in this um, uncertainty, a lot of people can get so caught up in the doing. But right now right. it's like we have to just be. And it can be very uncomfortable for people to just sit with themselves and just be. Um, right. How has it been for you as you know, going inward and everything's kind of shut down. How has it been for you to just kind of uh, be present in this moment? Um, like like uh, I was saying earlier before we started, I quarantine for me has been such a beautiful thing because prior to quarantine, I was just I was just going going through the motions. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't sleeping properly. I wasn't taking care of myself. It was like, get up at four in the morning because I have to be to work at seven, but I work, I live kind of far. So it was just like this, this just constantly, I'm going, 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 not eating properly, living in drive through So going within was just a beautiful thing. I, in quarantine is where I found freedom for me. Mm-hmm. Like I had the freedom to just listen to me, listen to my body, ask myself, what is it that you really mm-hmm. want? Cause I didn't have to worry about punching a clock. I didn't have to worry because we technically we're not supposed to be anywhere. So I didn't have to worry. Oh, can you go pick this up from the store for me? I wasn't obligated to anyone but myself. And that's something that highlighted. We have to, even if you have kids, even if you have a spouse, I always preach, you are the most important person. Mm-hmm. You have to fill your cup before you can pour into your kid's cup. And of course that's within context. Don't abandon your kids yeah. or your family, but, um, you have to pour into yourself. And I have a segment that I was going to do on my page saying that I don't want a quarantine breakthrough. I want a permanent shift yeah. in my life. And a lot of us are doing things right now that once they open those doors, we're going to forget about. And we have to hold on to the things that we're learning mm-hmm. in quarantine. And I have to hold on to my health. Like when I said I went through the drive through Monday through Sunday, at least twice, three times. Like I was had such a poor diet. I treated myself poorly. Like my feet were hurting. Mm-hmm. I had aches and it was just quarantine to me just revealed so much to me. And I enjoyed falling back in love with mm-hmm. myself. And it's not always pretty. I realized that, oh, you kind of have to work on this. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to kind of slow down. You probably shouldn't say this. You probably shouldn't do that. But it was just a moment for myself. I don't know about anyone else, but quarantine showed me what true freedom yes. looked like. And made me question. So when they open up the doors, what are you going to do different? What are you going to stop doing? What do you need Mm -hmm. to start doing? So those are the questions I'm asking myself. Like, how can I continue this freedom when they open the doors? Because it's really the it's easy to do a lot of things now in some sense because there's no restrictions. Like you 
you know, but once you start have to live, you have to clock back in, you have to take your child to school again, you have to go to soccer practice, then it becomes much more challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think definitely what you said is like your perception of how you're dealing with the quarantine, you know, it's all about how we want to use this time and what we want to gain from this experience, you know. Um, and you also mentioned just having the, just being there for your children, you know, and as a parent, I can only imagine like the strain that it must be to stay motivated. Like I'm sure that your son motivates you to, to get up, you know, but also how do you motivate your children as a parent? How do you keep them motivated? Right. That, listen, that's like a whole nother topic because I always tell people I'm not mother of the year. I had my own trauma from my own childhood and I struggle with that. So I struggle with how do I motivate my son in a healthy way? Not the way that I've been taught because the way that I taught is kind of like my way, no way. Like I'm the mother, you you, you listen to me. Now I'm kind of like, okay, let's yeah. collaborate. Let me try to hear what you're talking about, but also teaching him respect. So it's kind of a weird place. So when it, to speak on that, I am not the best person but I just always go back to, I know how it feels. So I try, I fail, I fail most, most times, but I try to be like, remember when your mother said that to you, it didn't feel good. So don't say Mm -hmm. to him, don't do that to him. Try another way, you know? Um, So yeah, that's what I try to do is try to be mindful of myself and be mindful of him. And also to understand that he's also a child. So his mindset is at the level of 11, Mm -hmm. he's 11. So he's thinking through an 11 year old lens, you know, me, I'm 29. So therefore I'm, I have more experience than him. So I have to be mindful. I have to feed him what he Mm -hmm. could digest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think the fact that you feel that you're not the perfect person to talk about this, I think that's exactly why you are the perfect person for this because, and just because you might not feel like mother of the year, the fact that you're able to acknowledge that, that is so much more than most people can do. And that is already like, I commend you just for that, you know, because being a parent is, is tough in itself. And especially to unpack all the things we learned from our own childhood, you know, and to not want to pass that on. That's something to be in, that's admirable of you, you know? So I think you're probably doing better than you realize, you know, the fact that you're aware (laughs) That is, you know, nobody wants a perfect mother. We just want a real mother. We just want someone we can connect to. And I think you're, you're doing a great job. And um, yeah, thank absolutely. You. I definitely thank you for sharing everything. Um, because, you know, like I said, just right now, I think that a lot of people are having just difficulty staying motivated, you know, because it can be a very... Um, lethargic time right now as people kind of just the schedule is kind of disrupted so people are like what do I do now you know and um is how how would you what would you recommend people do to either recommit to their motivation or to you know people who might be depressed or just kind of wanting to give up what would you say for those people um I think the first thing I would say is just you have to be honest Mm -hmm. 
You have to try your best to be as honest as possible about where you are. Because the problem is we can't focus on the solution if we are not aware of our current mm-hmm. situation. So I think if you can, try to be as honest with yourself, as brutally honest, as painfully as honest as you can be. And then also understand that you're right where you're supposed to be. You didn't mess up. You're not doing too much. You're right where you're supposed to be. So right where you are, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, needs you at this moment. And it's up to you if you're going to be open to let the universe, to let God, to let your loved ones, to let, you know, those good people in your life, you know, help you. And I just think starting with honesty. And then once you start with honesty, you start the process of healing. You start the process of motivating. You start the process of doing again, but you have to be honest. And then you have to make sure that the resources that you're pulling from are healthy for you (laughs) and where you are. And you just have to know that you can and you will make it. I know it's hard or maybe it's too easy or maybe you're happy, but you, you, you know, everything is divine Mm -hmm. order. Nothing happens for everything happens for a reason. So I just always say start from honesty because it wasn't until I was honest with myself, stuff started to happen. It wasn't until I said, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm suicidal. I'm angry. I'm bitter. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't until I admitted those things that I start seeing a transformation because before I didn't know I had mommy issues. I didn't know I was sad. So if I didn't know I was sad, I didn't know that I needed to be Mm -hmm. healed, you Mm -hmm. know? So I'll just say, start from honesty, be kind to yourself. Everybody's fighting a battle. I know everyone heard that quote, everyone's fighting a battle. And lastly, I would leave you with this at the end. It's a quote. I don't know who uh, wrote it, but it says at the end, everything will be all right. And if it's not all right, that means it's Mm -hmm. not the end. So whatever you are going through, just know that it can, and it will get better. I'm not saying it's going to get better tomorrow a month from now, a year from now. I don't know when it's going to get better, but you have to know and you have to believe that it will get better. And your faith in that healing transformation process is what's going to pull you through those moments where you feel like, I can't do this. And know that you are loved. I genuinely love Mm -hmm. you. I may not know who you are. You may be two continents away. I don't know. But just know that I love you and there's somebody out there who needs your story. So start from honesty and open yourself to the universe and it will it will yes absolutely absolutely thank you so much just for being here taking the time to to talk with me i i so appreciate it i'm so grateful to have you here and just sharing your story and everything that you've said you know i am very honored to have heard it and to be able to pass it along so thank you so much um thank you before we go though i want to give you a chance to just Give yourself a little shameless plug if there's anything that you like to say as far as where we can find you, information, resources, that kind of thing. Please let us know. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Um, yep, my name's Rasheen. Uh, you could find me on Instagram at Rasheen Motivates. That's R A S H E E N Motivates. Also, same thing on Facebook, Rasheen Motivates. I am working on my website. So if you go to my page, everything will be linked that you need to know about me. And also stay tuned. I'm going to have my second annual mid-year check-in vision board extravaganza. That This year is going to be a virtual event. 
you guys stay tuned. It's going to be an amazing event. It's going to be transforming. It's just going to be everything. So stay tuned for that. It's virtual, super affordable. It's going to be $17.50. It's going to be in June. And it's basically a mid-year check-in. You know, in the beginning of the year, we make all these goals, vision boards. We do all these things. But oftentimes, by the sixth month, either we fall off or we forget about it. Or maybe we just need to revisit and, like, realign. So that's basically what it is. It's just a moment for us to create a new vision board for the next six months of the year. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for having me. And continue just doing what you're doing. We need to hear it. The world needs to hear it. And I'm always encouraged when I see your post. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, you guys heard it here. Uh, Please connect with her. Everyone take care. And until next time. Later. Peace.